So this week, Mark Meadows, Donald Trump's former chief of staff, uh, well, it was revealed this week. It doesn't mean it happened this week, but it was revealed this week that Meadows did accept an immunity deal in exchange for his complete and full cooperation with Jack Smith's investigation into Donald Trump. Mark Meadows, of course, was possibly the highest person on that ladder underneath Donald Trump, of course. So Meadows was the guy involved in all of the action, all of the schemes, trying to overturn the results of the 2020 election. He of course was listed as one of the unindicted co-conspirators in the January 6th indictment of Donald Trump. So this is a huge deal. And it came the same day that Jenna Ellis went ahead and accepted her immunity deal, which of course was just, you know, two business days after Kenneth Chesbro accepted his plea deal, which of course was one day after Sidney Powell accepted her plea deal. It's been a wild seven days, folks. All of Donald Trump's friends, including the higher up ones, appear to be flipping on him. And yes, that is massive, massive news. And anytime we get massive news like this and things look bad for Donald Trump, the former president gets on social media, cries his eyes out. And here is what Donald Trump has said in response to all of his friends throwing him under the bus. I don't think Mark Meadows would lie about the rigged and Stalin 2020 presidential election merely for getting immunity against prosecution, persecution by deranged prosecutor Jack Smith. But when you really think about it, after being hounded like a dog for three years, told you'll be going to jail for the rest of your life, your money and your family will be forever gone, and we're not at all interested in exposing those that did the rigging. If you say bad things about the terrible monster Donald J. Trump, we won't put you in prison. You can keep your family and your wealth, and perhaps if you can make up some really horrible stuff uh, <laughs> out of him, we may very well erect a statue of you in the middle of our decaying and now very violent capital, Washington, D.C. Some people would make that deal, but they are weaklings and cowards and so bad for the future of our failing nation. I don't think that Mark Meadows is one of them, but who really knows? Make America great again. Love Donald Trump. So all the other people who accepted the deals, your weaklings, your cowards, but not Mark Meadows. Oh no, 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 no. Mark, Mark's a good guy. We love Mark, right? Mark's not gonna, gonna flip on me. Trump says, no, no, no. Everything is wonderful. And we love you, Mark. May, uh, you know, please don't say anything horrible. That's how I read this. Like that is how that comes across. Like this is Donald Trump backed into a corner, begging Mark Meadows, like for the love of God, dude, keep your mouth shut. And if you do say anything, it's cause you're just totally making up and none of it is real. Um, this guy's panicked. He is absolutely 100% losing his mind because all of the dominoes are falling. All of these people, that I'm sure at one point thought they were untouchable have now realized they're not. And that is why they are taking these deals. That is why they are agreeing to throw Donald Trump in prison instead of themselves. You know, it's one thing to talk a big game before the indictments come down, before you see what charges you could be hit with, but then reality does start to set in once those indictments do come down. You start thinking about your future. You think about what you know, what you did, 
That's why we're seeing so much flipping right now. And again, all it took was for that first domino to fall, right? The, the, the lower guy on the ladder in Georgia, uh, I forget his name at the moment, but once he flipped, then suddenly everybody else is like, uh Oh, does, does this guy have info on me? Could, could he say something that could get me in trouble? And then boom, 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 boom. Mark Meadows, of course, not dealing with the Georgia part of it. He's dealing with the main overarching indictments. And he knows that if he doesn't flip on Trump, Trump will flip on him. And I think now that we've got, again, the second highest guy up on that ladder, now that he has decided to flip, I think we're going to see even more flips in the next month than what we have seen in just the last couple of days. Sydney Powell, as we all know, accepted her plea deal formally last Thursday. So it's been a week and in the week since accepting that plea deal, Sydney Powell has not only gotten on her own personal social media websites and, uh, you know, put out more lies about the 2020 election, but now the dark money political action committee that she runs the committee that she has used to raise money to challenge the 2020 election results. That group is now pushing out information via their Substack, alleging that Sidney Powell was somehow coerced or extorted to take a plea deal from Fawny Willis, the Fulton County district attorney. Now that group of course is defending the Republic and on their Substack. They posted this big thing that linked to other articles. There's no name by the way, on the defending the Republic Substack post. So we don't know who wrote it. Don't know if it was Sidney Powell or just somebody that works for the defending the Republic group, but it is Sidney Powell's group. And that's what's important, right? She is at the top of the, 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 the body of this beast. So they've been putting out a post on their Substack that they've then promoted through their social media. The Substack post, one of it uh, uh, refers to a Federalist article that says, quote, Willis basically extorted a guilty plea from Powell. Um, then it, it, it cites another one from Epic Times that uh, quotes Trump's attorney, Steve Sadow, who said Powell pleaded guilty only because of pressure from Willis. Now this is Sidney Powell's group's putting this information out there. Granted it's information from other sources, but they have collected it, condensed it and pushed it out to their people. And again, it's a group that Sidney Powell's in charge of whether or not she's the one writing this doesn't matter because it is her group that is pushing the words of other people, alleging that she was extorted to take this plea deal. Now, last Thursday, when she stood up in that court, she said in court under oath, that I am voluntarily making this choice to accept the plea deal. Now there's a funny thing about plea deals folks, and I'm sure anybody who has been paying attention to the Hunter Biden stuff understands this plea deals can go away like that. There's all kinds of conditions always. And there's even conditions that aren't necessarily in writing. Prosecutors could just decide, you know what? I don't like this. I've decided I'm going to revoke the plea deal. And Sidney Powell is now at risk of having that happen by having her group 
or allowing her group or not paying attention to the fact that her group is pushing out fake information, alleging that she was extorted to accept this plea deal. That kind of seems like the thing to me that would cause prosecutors, you know, Fonnie Willis to be like, hold up. Your group is going to claim I extorted you. You know what? That plea deal, that no prison deal that we have with you, that's gone bye-bye. I'll see you at trial next week. Cause let's not forget the trial was going to begin the day after Sidney Powell took that plea deal. So if her plea deal is revoked, we're talking about going to trial probably in about a week or two. And I think at this point that Willis really has no choice. If you're going to claim, or if you're going to hype up claims that you were extorted into accepting the plea deal, then the plea deal goes away for good. You don't get it. We'll take you to court. We'll send you to jail for a minimum of five years. You want to keep pushing these fake claims? We'll fight back just as hard. That is what Fonnie Willis needs to do. That is what I hope happens. And at this point, Willis already has enough other people that have flipped and more people who are likely going to flip. So she doesn't even need Powell. So screw it. Take her ass to court, prosecutor, and let her deal with the consequences of her group pushing this information. That is what needs to happen now. Well, folks, it looks like Donald Trump's brain officially completely broke this week during his speech in New Hampshire, where he mentioned the word us, right? Donald Trump is doing his speech and he says us. And then he gets sidetracked by his own thought, right? Like he has this weird thought during the speech. And then he goes off on this weird tangent about the word us as if he's some kind of weird motivational speaker that didn't motivate anybody. So without giving it away, here is Donald Trump during his speech, getting distracted by a word that he said, and then somehow still managing to get even crazier after that. Take a look. This is on our business. Why are you doing that? He said, uh, Macron, nice guy. You know, look, he's for France. I'm for, I'm for us. I'm for us. You know how you spell us, right? You spell us, U.S. I just picked that up. Has anyone ever thought of that? I just picked that up a couple of days I'm reading and it said us. And I said, you know, if you think about it, us equals U.S. Isn't it? Now, if we say something genius, they'll never say it. You know, we get 25, 30, 40, 50, 80,000, 100,000 people to speeches. They've never said Trump's a great speaker. Never said, I've never heard it. I said to my people, do you think they'll ever acknowledge I must be doing okay? Uh, except I'm a very handsome person, so I guess a lot of you want to sit. They want to sit and look at me, because I'm so, like a beauty pageant. No, it's amazing. I don't, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> I don't know where to begin with that clip, right? Um, do, do we talk about the fact that he's just so darn handsome that you know, his rallies look like beauty pageants. I mean, have you seen the other people in the audience, folks? That ain't no beauty pageant. Do we talk about the fact that he literally just said he's had a hundred thousand people at his speech? Like, that's not true at all. Your, your crowd sizes have actually gotten smaller this year. Like you've never had a hundred thousand people. That's just a blatant lie. 
Nobody gives me credit. Credit for what? For being the weirdest effer out there? For getting distracted by the own, your own word, us? It's you and it's us, just like United States. I bet nobody noticed that. It's genius, he says. It's genius. No. That's the kind of thing that when my kid was in preschool, he probably would have come home and be like, hey, the word us, U-S, just like we live in the U-S. That's fun, right, dad? Yes, it is, four-year-old who figured that out. Donald Trump is not four years old. Donald Trump is 77 years old, folks. And he, and he just now put that together like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. U.S., us? But U.S., United States, nobody's ever figured this out before. I am a genius and I won't get credit for being a genius for figuring out spelling. He wants us to give him credit for figuring out spelling. I mean, it's really going to blow his mind when he finds out that the word race car is also race car backwards. I mean, well, imagine what he could do with that in a speech. He could probably go off for 30 minutes. You know, the damn it, I'm mad is also damn it, I'm mad backwards. There's a laughter in the word manslaughter. So I don't know what is going on, but I, but I think, I think we can all agree that, you know, when president Biden has these, you know, mental hiccups that he is known to have, let's be honest. Um, I don't think it's anything compared to what's going on with Donald Trump who clearly, as he just told the crowd in that clip, just figured out the basics of spelling. I don't know about you, but that kind of seems worse than really any of the little mental hiccups that President Biden has had. Tuesday at midnight. Actually, technically Monday at like 12.01, which I guess is technically Tuesday morning. But either way, however you want to read the clock, uh, that midnight between Monday and Tuesday was a deadline for Donald Trump and his legal team to file motions with regard to the January 6th indictments that he is facing, the case in front of Judge Tanya Chutkin. So Trump's lawyers in the wee hours of the evening, wee hours of the morning, filed four four motions for action for that judge. One of them argues that he is being politically persecuted and therefore the, pro, uh, the charges should be dropped against him. That's, that's one of the filings. Another one of the filings, uh, <laughs> says that, uh, we don't want you to mention the Capitol rioters on January 6th. So you got to take all that out, right? It's, it's totally not relevant to, you know, January 6th. Don't talk about the crazy people. Let's just talk about Trump. You know, let's save it for, for the one, you know, weirdo. And then of course you had the one arguing that he was allowed to do these things because of his first amendment rights. You know, he's allowed to say the election was stolen. He didn't do anything other than exercise his freedom of speech. So those are three of four of the filings and all three of those, by the way, are going to get smacked down because they're dumb as hell. But there's one filing that somehow, some way is even dumber than those other three. And it's the filing where Donald Trump's legal team actually alleges that the prosecutors did not, did not 
actually charge him with a crime. <laughs> a failure to state an offense. Donald Trump's lawyers filed a motion in court that says that Jack Smith, the prosecutor, in his indictments, failed to state any offense. So according to Trump's lawyers in this filing, Donald Trump is going on trial for what? We don't even know. You didn't charge us with any actual crimes. And therefore, of course, the case got to be dismissed. You didn't list any crimes. Now, I don't know about you, but I thought it was pretty well known that Donald Trump was hit with a four count indictment of crimes. They, they didn't just say you're indicted four of them. That's, that's not what happened at all. They listed specific crimes in the indictment and I'm going to read them to you right now. One count of conspiracy to defraud the United States. This applies to Trump's repeated and widespread efforts to spread false claims about the November 2020 election while knowing they were not true and for allegedly attempting to illegally discount legitimate votes with the goal of overturning the 2020 elections. That's what prosecutors claimed in the indictment. Indictment number two, one count of conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding uh, brought due to the alleged organized planning by Trump and his allies to disrupt the electoral votes certification in January, 2021. Count number three, one count of obstructing of an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding tied to Trump and his co-conspirators alleged efforts after the November, 2020 election until January 7th, 2021 to block the official certification proceeding in Congress and count number four, one count of conspiracy against rights. And that is in reference to Trump and his co-conspirators alleged attempts to oppress, threaten, and intimidate people in their right to vote in an election Four crimes that they allege Donald Trump committed. And that's all right there in the indictment. Four of them spelled out clear as day. And Trump's lawyers literally told a judge this week, like, Hey judge, they, you, they didn't charge him with a crime. Like these, these aren't, these aren't crimes. I haven't seen any crimes. What? There was an indictment. Why didn't anybody tell me about that? What are they going to do? Like, what are they going to do? Cause the judge is going to have to have a hearing on this. Well, I I take that back. She doesn't have to have a hearing, but she's going to have to issue a ruling on these morons telling her that he wouldn't charge with any crimes. So that's going to be a fun ruling. Can't wait to see what the judge says, but I'm pretty sure she's going to say the exact same thing that I just did. And that is to probably relist the crimes and remind them that, yeah, uh, he was charged with crimes. These are legitimate offenses. Here's the criminal code references. If you need anything else, maybe go back to law school. Thanks for listening to today's Fair and Balanced Daily. Stay up to date with all of our content by finding us on YouTube at youtube.com slash fairandbalanced and follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at fairandbalanced.